Hello and welcome to the Empowered Hormone Podcast, where we pull apart all those taboo topics, periods, parasites, poos, hormones and more. Let's question everything you've been taught about your body. I'm your host, Sheridan Decker, a gin-loving gut health nerd passionate about debunking myths on birth control, period pain and IBS. If you struggle with bloating or your period is less than pretty, then join me as we chat about everything relating to gut and hormone health. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Empowered Hormones podcast. It's so great to have these guys here. I'm really excited to jump into something really different today. Well, really different, kind of different because I've never really talked about medications and uh, especially when it's surrounding weight loss, like I feel like this is quite a interesting but different topic than what I would normally chat about just because it's a little bit more sciencey and it's I guess it's goes down a route to things that I find can be really tricky and there's so many different thoughts and opinions on it. So I always kind of want to say, look, I'm not your GP. I'm not your doctor. You do need to do what's right for you. Um, but take into account that often when we are prescribed medications, there is another route for it. Not always the case, but it's important to consider sort of what is going on. So same with birth control pills, the same with thyroid medication, not saying you can just jump off your medication, but I do think there is food for thought around what else is out there. So I hope we can just have a bit of a chat today about it and just open some of the awareness around these weight loss medications, because I think it's really important to understand that there, yeah, there are other approaches um, and also sometimes the medication isn't the right approach but sometimes it is and just understanding what actually is out there especially for you who work in the fitness industry or health industry or nutrition that these weight loss medications are being prescribed which is not something I knew a lot about but basically I was listening to a Mum Mia podcast so I listen to a range of different podcasts right like I love Hamish and Andy podcast it's so easy to listen to I love it when I'm riding my bike I usually get through you know maybe like two episodes on my bike for an hour hour and a half on my road bike and I I just love it because it's easy. I do love health-based podcasts, but I struggle to listen to them after a day of working because I don't want to be thinking. And then when I'm listening to them, I really want to retain the information that I'm listening to. So I actually really struggle to just listen to them because I feel like I'm wasting this time and I should be listening to it when I can write stuff down. So if I'm walking, I find health ones easier or mental health or stuff where you're getting tips or tricks or different things because then I can just jot it down in my phone but if I'm riding or running or driving then I like to have something a little bit lighter normally but in saying that I love the My Millennial Money podcast, I love the She's on the Money podcast, um, what else I listen to? I listen to ones like Almost Adulting, Life on Cart, so just a range of different women's ones, mental health ones, relationships, dating stuff, money stuff, finance stuff. Um, Yeah, anything that I really want to nerd out on, I'll just listen to a podcast on it. I haven't gotten into any of the crime ones. I know a lot of people listen to um, crime ones or history ones or different things. I haven't gone down that route yet. Um, But there are so many good podcasts out there. But it is finding one that you connect with. And like for me, Hamish and Andy is my go-to 
I am caught up, so I'm sort of back at the beginning going through them again just because they're funny and easy. And my old housemate and I used to listen to them heaps, which was really fun. But I was saying, oh, I listened to the Mamma Mia podcast. So I love their range of podcasts. They've got heaps of different ones, but the um, Mamma Mia Out Loud is great. Um, they cover a range of topics. It's quite light. It's quite interesting. It's quite easy. It's quite controversial. Uh, not controversial conversational is the word I'm going for so they were chatting about different weight loss drugs and you know this was a really big thing in America and there was a TikTok trend around some of these weight loss drugs which was leading to a shortfall of some of these life-saving drugs so for months um, they were talking about diabetics having been voicing frustrations on their struggle to find stock of the ONS I'm gonna say it wrong Zempec, I think it's a Zempec. I think the O might be slight silence, like O Z E M P I C. I can't remember how they said it. It might be Zempec. If I'm going to say this wrong for the next half an hour, I do apologize. Um, but it was a once a week injectable prescription, so it was to help people with type 2 diabetes control their blood sugar. So Around uh, 125,000 diabetic Aussies depend on Zempec, but the demand for it as the weight loss drug has skyrocketed because of this TikTok trend of people using it as a miracle weight loss drug. So there was hashtags going for it, there was 158 million views on it, um, which was causing an issue for those who actually need it. So the Therapeutic Goods Association was just saying, well, okay, well, there's this been this extensive prescribing for it, um, especially for people who may not need it, which is where the issue has come about because some people do need this medication um, if they are diabetic and those who may not need it are getting this just because they want to lose weight which is this is just my understanding of it all so it does sound like a, a quite an issue there um, they are hoping to get more of this drug um, and also be able to prescribe lower doses of it uh, so that they don't go through it as fast. So there are other weight loss medications that you might have heard about. So one of them is Duramine. So this is prescribed as an appetite suppressant. So I hadn't heard of um, Zempec, Zempec <laughs> until I sort of heard this podcast. I was like, wow, that's a real issue with people getting their hands on medications that they don't need and it becomes a bit of a trend and it becomes a bit of an issue. But I feel like a lot of people might have heard about Duramine. Like this is a very commonly prescribed one and it is prescribed as an appetite suppressant. So this form is a diet pill and it controls obviously your hunger to keep your you know cardiovascular issues aside. So not every medication for weight loss is safe and they do work in different ways but Duramind is one of the most popular and sort of best for better use of words appetite suppressants um, and if, the issue around it from my understanding is that if you can lose from the research I've kind of seen if they're using Duramind at 30 or 40 milligrams you can lose around 10% body weight within 12 weeks so if you are classed as obese or severely overweight um, that's definitely you know still a significant amount of weight 
Now it is being recognized as the world's best medication for weight loss. Um, it does have a few different strengths, 15 milligrams, 30 milligrams, 40 milligrams, and it's usually prescribed by doctors to patients who have a BMI over 30 and are struggling with an obese physique. So it contains combined, and I'm probably gonna say it wrong because guys, this is not my area, Ventamine formula with resin, which reaches to the bloodstream in uh, over 24 hour time frame. So Ven Phentermine, P-H-E-N-T-E-R-M-I-N-E. -E -E. So it's a stimulant. So it can be addictive with serious side effects. And this is what I want to draw your attention to. If you are significantly overweight, whether this drug is appropriate for you or not, or Zempex is appropriate for you or not, is a discussion with your GP and take into your health consideration and sort of what you've tried and where you're at. But like anything, these things do have side effects. It's like going on uh, Accutane for your skin, you know, like I struggle with acne definitely and that's as someone who's very well informed and does a lot to support their PCOS, but my stress does get the better of me from time to time, which definitely means I get acne flare-ups, right? So the idea of going something like Accutane has, I guess, a... Um, what's the word like a certain appeal to it because I think well surely it would just get on top of things I actually the more I learn about the more I don't think it would be appropriate for someone like me I'd be better off on something like Spiro or something that would just control that DHEA because that's my biggest issue is I get that DHEA flare up which makes me oilier which gives me the breakouts um but different things are appropriate for different people but what I was going to say is that there's side effects to this stuff, okay? So like any medication, like birth control pill, like anything. So duramine, increased heart rate, high blood pressure, insomnia, nausea, restlessness, and also can lead to that dependence on it as well. So it is scary to think, okay, well, if you're going in for medication, what's your reason for it? What have you tried? And sort of is this something you need to be on is it something you need to be on long term like these are all questions that need to be asked and I think there becomes this want or this desire for these things because we think it's a quick fix right like same with Accutane we think oh yeah it'll clean my skin that'll be fine but the issue is when women get off it they still get acne again or you get off your duramine do you put on that weight again because you're not changing the habits you're not changing the behavior you're not changing those patterns okay and that's sort of where the issue is and I think about that sometimes I'm like, oh, if I just jumped on birth control and it would control like for better use of words control my hormones which it wouldn't but that's the idea right and what if my skin cleared up but then I go yeah but I'm not addressing the underlying issues that I'm stressed and that's what my skin's telling me and when I get on top of that and I balance my blood sugars again my skin starts to heal and clear so it's we need to think about those underlying causes of why these things or why someone's become overweight or you know what's caused that is it poor exercise is it poor diet is it um poor behavior patterns is there things that can be changed that no it may not get you down to the number on the scars that you exactly want to be or whatever it is but that are going to bring you closer to where you want to be so i feel like despite what we've been told there is still a lot of I guess fat shaming maybe in our culture and still that sort of reliance on the scales and size and weight loss is a really big thing but 
I think where the issue can be is that people do put a lot of reliance on calories we consume versus the number we burn, whereas this is not entirely true. We know that stress or the stress brought on by extreme dieting and exercise can cause weight gain or can cause issues with the body, especially around the adrenals, which can then impact thyroid and then also impact your metabolism and your weight gain. So we don't always realize that often the real key to losing, you know, it might be that extra little bit of body fat. And not only that, but it's to shift that focus from weight, but actually onto gaining energy, having more clarity, having better mood, having better sex drive, having great periods, the weight loss will come because we're rebalancing our hormones. So maybe the key isn't weight loss and maybe medications aren't the most important thing here. Maybe it's supporting our whole body and our adrenal health and our thyroid health and our hormone health and as our body comes into balance then that weight will find its happy place because from my understanding we see that well cortisol can cause belly fat deposits it can cause pms it can cause a short fuse for me if my insulin you know or for someone with diabetes, my blood sugar level is a little bit different like in that sense. But if your insulin's too high, which means your blood sugar's too high because insulin's not doing its job, so it's not driving the glucose into the cells, leptin can get blocked too. So that can cause you to be really hungry. Now, if your thyroid on top of that, if your leptin's blocked, so you're more hungry, blood sugar levels high, thyroid slow, you're going to get that hair loss and fluid retention as well. So you're going to have a list of different symptoms that are going to be making you feel awful. So we know that calories matter, but we also know that hormones matter. And most women who are struggling with weight also battle a hormone imbalance. So I feel like I see a shift in weight, and you'll see this on Instagram on my client sort of reviews there, that it's that shifting weight has not been the main focus the main focus has been the hormones and as we rebalance those hormones women tend to lose weight so i feel like dieting doesn't always work or weight loss medications only work short term and then get back often because we're not addressing that hormonal root cause that are most likely the reasons for weight loss resistance. So things like excessive cortisol, um, estrogen dominance, a sluggish thyroid, low testosterone, problems with your hypothalamic pituitary adrenal, so HPA access or control system. So I see so many women struggling with these hormonal misfunctions. And I guess it's about taking women through a protocol, starting with that lifestyle changes, starting with filling your diet with nutrient-dense foods, which I posted a reel on the other day, things like beef liver, things like um, slow-cooked meats, like your gelatinous meats, things like your sardines, things like your raw carrot salad. Adding in herbal therapies if those symptoms don't resolve itself, so there's definitely a time and a place for herbs here, which I work a lot with. And then if you're more towards the menopause end, then adding in bioidentical hormones. So progesterone can be really helpful here or even DHEA. But we like to see that in the shortest time possible. So 
we want to address it from a root cause approach and go, okay, weight may be the thing you're presenting with and sure, there's a time and place for medications depending where you are and that might get you back into range. But we need to think about, and if you're not at the medication point of view but you're struggling with carrying extra weight and you just feel like things aren't shifting, we need to understand that the root cause of this often is a hormonal imbalance Yes, there may be things to tweak with your macros, looking at your proteins, your carbs, your fats, and your exercise as well. So getting that eight to 10,000 steps in, doing your strength training, but also 99% of the time, I find that cortisol is out of whack, which is disrupting your other cortisols as well. I mean, your other hormones as well. So your body makes cortisol in response to stress. And we're running around stress so much of the time that we have this high or dysregulated cortisol level, which you know wrecks havoc over time, depleting happy brain chemicals, so your serotonin, robbing you of sleep, making you store fat. Uh, it's we also know that this high cortisol is linked to depression, to food addictions, to sugar cravings, so all those things that are going to make you carry extra weight, okay, or struggle to lose the weight you have. Now, this is hard to change, right? And when we have this extra cortisol, you do feel like you're, you know, racing from task to task. You're feeling wired but tired. You might be irritable. You might have that quickness to anger, okay? And over time, we see this hypothalamic adrenal sort of access, this HPA access, get burnt out and become down-regulated. So you start being overstimulated and overwired and when you go too far and you'll see this on a dutch test is like your cortisol really really raised right so that comprehensive hormone testing that we do inside the root course program is going to show you these things and it's going to show you whether your actual adrenal glands are under the pump still and you're pumping out a lot of cortisol or when this becomes burnt out and down regulated then you have a lack of stamina um, your immune system obviously drops, you have issues with your thyroid, and you will see on your Dutch test that your adrenal glands are burnt out, okay, and they're not producing cortisol anymore. So we need to think about long-term is fixing this HPA access, supporting your adrenal glands, and then hence supporting all your other hormones. So We've chatted about this stress stuff before on the podcast and, you know, understanding what's stressing you, things to add for stress, which I won't go into because we've definitely touched on that in a previous episode. I encourage you to go listen to that. Um, But also thinking about things like breaking down what, what is the root cause of your weight. Is it purely, you know, your eating habits? If you haven't looked at that, going, okay, is it my macros? Is it my exercise? Is it my stress? Is it my hormones? And then looking for an approach that is going to work for you. And that's what we do inside the Root Cause Program is really understand what things are going to be supportive here. Now, I do want to touch on estrogen because I feel like this is a really important part of the weight loss journey and the weight loss pattern. And estrogen dominance is when you have too much estrogen compared with progesterone, okay? So... Too much estrogen in the body um, causes a number number of symptoms, including weight loss resistance, moodiness, PMS, heavy periods, okay? So we've chatted about this before, whether it's relative estrogen dominance, so just the estrogen to progesterone ratio, or whether it's sky-high estrogen. 
and I see a lot of women with weight loss resistance having estrogen dominance. So this affects, I found, around 75 to 80% of women over 35 um, and finding the supplements, the supportive supplements that are going to help this estrogen balance is really, really important because you do need to do the diet stuff and you do need to do the exercise things and you do need to work on the stress, but having uh, supplement support with things like DIM can reduce the amount of estrogen because we can clear it better through phase one and phase two of the liver, which we've talked about in that Dutch testing before and going, okay, can we actually clear this extra estrogen? So stuff like DIM I find is really, really helpful. You can eat um, lightly steamed cruciferous vegetables, but harder to break down and the amount you need to eat is never going to be as much as what you can add in supplement wise. So I like to use Estro Switch. So this is a unique uh, blend of concentrated herbs, vitamins, minerals, amino acids that are all going to support a healthy hormone profile. So Estro Switch by Switch Nutrition, definitely has a good blend of things in it so you'll see on the ingredient list the broccoli extract so that's for sulfurophane uh, which is exactly like our dim okay so it's going to help support normal function like energy function and also reduce tiredness and fatigue as it works in that phase one and two of the liver so on top of the broccoli extract, we've got turmeric in there. We've also got zinc, selenium, and vitamin C, which are really, really important minerals for phase two. So if you've done a Dutch test and you can see that the phase two methylation pathway is not very happy, think about the minerals, think about the protein, think about the B vitamins, think about those things that you're including in your diet, because if they're lacking, you're going to struggle to clear that, that second phase of estrogen. The other thing included in Easter Switch is your resveratrol. So I love using resveratrol. Um, so this works on phase one. So basically what it does, you'll see three pathways in a Dutch comprehensive hormone test and we want to go down the 4OH, so the protective pathway as opposed to the 16OH, okay? So that's where we tend to get a lot more symptoms from our estrogen. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, jump to my Instagram and have a look at some of those client results where I've cropped a bit of the uh, Dutch hormone tests. Otherwise, Google Dutch testing and you'll see in the sample report how we really want to focus in on how to clear that uh, estrogen effectively. The other ingredients I love in there is milk thistle as a bit of liver support. It's got some pomegranate, some sassandra, um, I always say this one wrong, quercetine. So anti-inflammatory antihistamine is something that I use in clients who do get a lot of histamine reactions, but I use it also as almost as like a Panadol, uh, especially if you're sort of having heavy painful periods as well. And then lastly, ingredients that I use in all my clients is NAC, as they know it, so NAC. Um, and this is also included in Easter Switch as well. So why we use NAC is because it is the precursor for glutathione. So it really works on that detoxing support, but it also has some really good research in it as an immune support as well. So 
like I said, supporting that estrogen out the body is really, really important, but also focusing on the root causes. Why is that estrogen high? So we want supplement support, we want diet support, we want lifestyle support, but estrogen is usually higher as a stress-based response. So then we also need to look at our cortisol. We also need to look at our adrenal patterns and we now go, okay, well, what's driving this? Is this contributing to my overall weight picture and what is causing I guess my weight gain is it actually belly fat is it fluid retention is it bloating is it because I'm constipated so all those things are really really important as well so we know that um, some of the main culprits of haywire hormones are things like your nutrient deficiencies so if you don't have enough vitamin C, you that may lower your progesterone. And we know that low levels of progesterone is basically um, our nature's Xanax. So it can make you feel really overwhelmed and anxious. If we have a lot of excess toxins, um, like our, um, what's the word for it? I had it in my head. Um, our plastics, that's where I'm coming from. So these can interfere with your estrogen, insulin, thyroid, testosterone messages in the body, okay? So nutrient deficiencies, excess toxins, poor stress, which I have chatted about. Age, so age is also going to impact your hormones, okay? So remember, if you're not ovulating regularly, that is going to impact your progesterone and your estrogen ratio. So understanding when bioidentical hormones are important, when to support estrogen, is also going to be really really important because menstruation pregnancy these are going to throw your hormones out of balance birth control pill is but like i said perimenopause menopause and going okay where am i at and what are my adrenal glands doing as i head into menopause um and then as you go through menopause supporting your body with a reduction in those hormones and then lastly poor sleep so we know that we really want to be sleeping seven to you know eight hours every night because this will keep your cortisol in check the other thing is alcohol raises estrogen and cortisol so this can stop you from having a deep sleep and it can lower your metabolism by more than 70 percent so if you're struggling with weight i would strongly recommend getting off alcohol for a couple weeks supporting your sleep supporting that cortisol pattern supporting that estrogen now if you want to have a chat to your gp about getting some blood testing done to have a look at some of these things i've talked about the things i would recommend is your cortisol definitely full thyroid panel dhea so we know that's a precursor to some of our hormones uh testosterone Insulin, leptin, glucose, hemoglobin A1c are all really important if you have blood sugar imbalances because this can be impacting your weight as well, can impact things like PCOS. Uh, so I would highly recommend getting those tested. ALT, so check your liver. Um, and if you still have your period, do estradiol do fsh um, and do progesterone on days 21 to 23 of your cycle if you're menopausal just do estradiol and fsh i would recommend you do the dutch comprehensive urine test so i've chatted about that before but definitely going to give you more information blood testing there's certain things you can only blood test like glucose or leptin or um 
your FSH or things, but I would definitely, definitely look into a Dutch hormone test, which we do do inside the root cause program. So if you haven't heard about it, go back and listen to the episodes on hormone testing or watch the video in the link in my bio on Instagram or it's on YouTube under Sheridan Decker of the root cause program because that's going to show you exactly how we use these testings to support you. Um, but yeah, to circle back around, bit of a rant this episode on medications, understanding weight, understanding what can be driving it, understanding how hormones like cortisol and estrogen can play a big role in these, how we support the clearance of estrogen using things like estro-switch, also how we support that high cortisol, which I've chatted about pre previously. And then lastly, just being really, really well aware and well informed before you start new medications, okay? And then going, okay, even if I am going to use these, what is a root cause approach? And then if you're not at the point of medication, going, why am I gaining excess weight? Or why am I not losing weight? Is it a hormone thing? Is it a thyroid thing? Is it a nutrient deficiency thing? Is it a movement thing? So start to think about what it could be and start to get to the root cause of what is going on. So I hope that was interesting and helpful for you. If you want to have a look at the Switch products, you can follow the links in the show notes. We can apply shares at the checkout for a discount on Easter Switch. You can assess your gut health in a couple minutes in the link in my bio or on my website as well if you think that might be contributing to your weight imbalances. Please follow me on Instagram, Sheridan underscore functional nutrition. I love hearing from these guys. Reach out, send me a DM. You can jump to my private Facebook group. So that's Gut Health Solutions. You can check out my website. Uh, or if you want to learn more about getting to the root cause of what's going on with you, either go to YouTube and watch the root cause video there or jump over to Instagram and have a look at the video linked into my bio there that's all i hope you guys enjoyed that please reach out let me know what you thought and i will chat to you soon bye thank you for listening to another episode of the empowered hormone podcast if you know a female who needs some empowerment please forward repost tag or share and let's get women talking <laughs>